All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another interview segment here on We Create Music TV. I am, of course, y'all know who I am. I am B-Von, and we have a great interview tonight with my guy who I'm going to get on to, uh, like, I don't even want to say at the moment all the stuff that we're going to talk about, but Sam Mandel, welcome him to the show. He is, man, yeah, we're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about Hello, hello. Sam, Thank welcome. You for having me. Yes, sir. Welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, as I was just too excited to, you know, give him the introduction as far as what his title is. Uh, and there's more things in there now that I found out. He is a guitarist, music producer, sound designer. Uh, yeah, so we're going to get into a whole bunch of, lot of, lot of stuff tonight. So Let's Sam, once again, once again, welcome. Greatly appreciative of having you here tonight. I, likewise, thank likewise. you for having me. I'm, I'm very yes, excited. Sir. Yes, sir. All right, so let's get right into it. How did you get? How did you get into this world? What prompted you to really get into this music, this music world? Yeah. yeah. Um, so so I, I, I actually, I actually took, guitar took guitar lessons, lessons at, 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 I was in fifth grade. I don't know what age that, that is, but I was in fifth grade and, and, and I took guitar, I took lessons, guitar lessons. And it and was it was super boring. Super boring. I hated it. So I so I stopped, I stopped um, for for uh, a few uh, years. Um, probably like eight years. I stopped, and um, I was super into like baseball. And then and then I got out of that. And it was around that time, like just at the same time that um, I was getting into classic rock uh just as like a fan of music and i was watching a uh, on youtube like a live performance of um the song sweet child of mine child by Guns N' Roses. hey oh i love that song by yeah, slash and, the and, slash yeah, solo the, oh my god that's that's what did it so yes. the, the, it was a live performance and he started soloing and, and there was a real moment of like i want to do uh and it wasn't even a like like I want to make music for a living moment. moment. It was mm-hmm. really just like, I just want to learn how to do that. Cause that's fucking cool. Yeah. So, so then, then uh, my friends friend had like had an acoustic, acoustic guitar, guitar lying around, around. And I told and them I that told I wanted to learn. learn. They, they were kind were enough to let me one acoustic guitar. And that, again, that was the first guitar I had. And then I started, I started learning started songs because um, I didn't really know what else to do. do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and, and, then, and then like the, like the classics, classics, like Smoke, like smoke on the Water, a super basic version of Iron Man. And as cliche as it is, Wonderwall. But I started, yeah, I started learning songs and then like a month later I got an electric guitar. And I mean, I've, I've really I've just, been just been playing ever playing since. since. It just it hasn't has stopped. Stop. You know, I've yeah. continued mm. to get new guitars and new gear. And, here and, um, and it, it and stayed, stayed as, as just an uh, interest, interest in guitar, guitar for a while. A while. Um, so, uh, I, so I started I, learning guitar at 15. And then come about, like, when I was 20, um, I... You know, I wanted to be in a band. I was in college, but I didn't have anyone to be in a band with. So I, I got a version of Logic Pro, and and I, I, you know, I learned that you could make beats and make music on your own. So I got Logic, and I kind of just said to myself, if I don't have a band, then I still want to make music. So I want to do something with this. So I started. Um, wasn't very good at first, as as everyone as is, everyone and, is. And, then, and then and then. Um, That's um, right. We all suck in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Like going back, going back to some of those two. Those two. Um, um, but then when I got, then out, of I got school, out of school, uh, my cousin, uh, my cousin was, was in, in an I stand up beat battle. battle. Uh, he invited, oh, yeah. me, invited me, and I and I watched. watched. Uh, you know, I, I was mm-hmm. just, I was like, I gotta be. I gotta be. And the next one, I signed myself up. And that was like the the true true entry into the music industry, or what I what I at the time, or what I only had access to at the time. So, you know, that's really that's really that was my that was my right there, right there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hatch Hatch put on some great, great showcases with, uh, well, him, well, Hatch, so I, so Hatch, I know, 
Yeah. Don, I know who Don is. Same. I've met Same. Don, but Hatch, I know. Hatch, Hatch is like, that's my guy. I know Hatch. Yeah, yeah. But everybody else, shout, Don, shout Don Hatch, I, I don't real, know. Yeah, shout out to Hatch. I, you know, I was going to have him on a show one day. I need to actually get him on a show. Not to segue, but Hatch, <laughs> I, I'm just going to text you. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You know, what's, what's really interesting is even for myself, that's kind of how I got introduced to I Stand It, to the whole music world. I mean, well, even yeah. before that, I had a friend who produced music, but I really, really got heavy into it when I learned about I Stand It and yeah. having to go to those competitions. And uh, music. That's, and that's, yeah. that's what it is. It's like when yeah. you... You go there and you you don't know how good people can be, um, and you don't know that there are so many different ways to be good. Oh yeah. So yeah, I I like my first my first showcase. I was so I was so unprepared. I was so like these these beats that I brought. They were they were. They were not they at were all not what, at they, all what they, they should have been and what the quality, quality, quality was from was everyone from else. Everyone else. I, I, I mean, but that I was mean, my first time, you know, time, so right. um, I, I, like, as soon like, as, as I heard how good everyone else was, was, that, that I, I was just, I was hooked. I was hooked. And I kept going back and I, it was really a, a, a period of time where it was, it was just like an intense desire to get better quickly. You know, because, you know, because they kept, kept there were, there were new showcases, showcases every, every few months, right. months. Uh, and uh, I wanted and to I wanted be to in them, and, in them. Mm-hmm. and you can't show up, show up worse <laughs> than you were before. Like you have, to, you have to be That's right. Because um, um, so yeah, so, I mean that, yeah, that, that 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 was a that huge, was a huge like, like, uh, uh, factor yeah. in my in my you know development yeah. development. Oh yeah, look, I'm sure because if they, oh my gosh. I went, so the very first one that I went to, I entered, I had, I had seen them before, but one came when I was living in St. Louis, they came to St. Louis and it was, it was, it was Don, DJ Payne won, and it was supposed to be Black Metaphor, but something happened and he, he couldn't show up. So it was just Don and Black, uh, Don and DJ uh, Payne won. And there were 13 of us and this was my very first showcase and I came in second and I was like, oh shoot. Nice, nice. Nice, right? I was like, cool. And so they were like, congratulations, you came in second. Actually, when I came in second, it was a tie between me and the guy who placed first. And he won by one point. But <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, now you can go to the Beast, beast of the Beast. What's, what's that? Oh, so we got 100 <laughs> producers from all over the country, all over the world, flying in to compete. Cool. But before that, you know, I went down to the, um, we, you know, they used to do the, the, the summits, right, every yeah, year. Yeah. And so I came down to the one in Atlanta before I moved down here and I entered in that one. I won one. I mean, I won not one of those. I won a, a, a match between me and another okay. guy. Yeah. Yeah. The next one I got up there, got destroyed. I was like, oh, yeah. But what I love about it, and this is for anybody who's out there who's looking to do those types of things, it forces you to get better. Yeah, absolutely. It, absolutely. Yes, it does. Forces yeah, you nothing, to get better. Nothing, a few, few things humble you like that. Like that. Like, Ooh. you know, because yeah, they, 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 especially, especially, well, I mean, it's well, two I mean, things. It's, it's things. like, it's like, if, if, if your if stuff's, your not, stuff's good, not good, um, um, the crowd, the crowd is going to reflect, reflect, reflect that. And if your stuff and is good, stuff the crowd is going to reflect, reflect that. Reflect that. But, but, you know, if, right. your you know if your stuff is, is bad, then, then the judges are let you know. And they're, they're not going to, they're not, they're not, yeah. sugarcoat it. That's right. And they should, you know. I mean, and that's the purpose. They shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. Right, yeah, because yeah, I look, sure, sure. I know a lot of them. A lot of, I could go name names, that names that you probably would know that you're familiar with, like Sick With It. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like The Kraken. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, Brown Royal, um, Miss Madley, Kenny Buttons, uh, Nook Beats. Man, Nook is my dude. Yeah, yeah. But, oh my gosh, when I started hearing all these other people play their stuff, I'm like... <laughs> Millionaire Mims. I'm like uh, Joey French. I'm like, yeah, I'm not up that. I'm not there yet. And, yeah. you know, and I came, I came to the realization that there's a lot of people who make beats better than I do. <laughs> so um, yes, <laughs> I have, I have a choice. I can either get better or I can go do what I'm really good at, which is you know doing stuff like this. And don't get it twisted. 
I still will make some beats and they'd be killer too. So yeah, don't don't let that yeah, fool you. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> no, I, mean I, 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 I definitely resonate with that. I mean, I had a similar realization where it was like, I can continue to participate in beat battles and, and uh, get good at that, but that's a very specific skill. So, you know, I can choose to do that or I can go and, and get better at the guitar and I can learn how to make songs. And, you know, ultimately that's what I decided. And, you know, uh, it, well, I think it was a good decision and it decision saved me a lot of money because mm -hmm. they cost they money. Cost money. Yeah. Um, um, and, and, you know, when you, you realize, realize that, that that's not that's where you not need, where you to, need be, to be, then mm -hmm. it's, it's, you don't need to spend, don't need to spend that money. Um, right. um, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, that's, I mean a very, that's a very specific, specific scene. scene. And if you want to mm -hmm. get good at that, then, they're, then, they're, then, then for sure you can, sure you can and, and, and you'll be very you'll successful, be very successful in, that in that scene. Right. I, I mean, it's I mean, each their own, you know, but I ultimately decided that's not where I want to be. Right. Yeah, that was me too. I, I get it. My, the way my bank account set up, um, I just couldn't, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it no more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then every time I went, I got beat. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going here for the networking. And the opportunity mm -hmm. to be around like-minded individuals and yes. to, you know, really meet, you know, those individuals like Focus. Because, you know, those things allowed me to still do things. Like, I ran into Focus and met Focus at one of the um, beat camps. And then a couple years later, I had Focus as part of one of my panels for We Create yeah. Music TV. Yeah. And so that allowed me to build those relationships. And for all the people watching, networking is amazing. If you're not, well... I don't know how we're going to really go to that many events today, but where you can go to things, go to things, meet people, collaborate, network with people, because that builds up your network and people that you can call on and pull resources from and sure, also to give sure. give back to as well. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some of my tightest right. relationships still like are yeah, reformed at those events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then what? let's talk about some of those, right, before I get into anything else. So, as we were, as I was preparing for this interview, I get a... A message on my phone. See if he's watching. I get a message on my phone. Hey, hey, what's up, bro? Thanks for having Sam on. You know, that's my guy. Much appreciated. And I looked, and it was from Payday. I was like, oh, oh that's my dude. Yeah. dude. Yeah. I was like, oh, so he's part of the homie click, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's homie with my homie. So that's yeah, what's that's up. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So I saw that. I was like, that's that's awesome. Right. And so, you know, how did that, how did, I'll talk about how did that relationship come about between you, between you and Payday? And I want to, I'll now move into getting into that other thing I want to talk about. I think, I think if, I if I remember correctly, correctly it happened at Clubhouse, Clubhouse when, when, when I was, I on, was there, on there, like, like when, when places, when places were still were closed still down, down, down and people mm. really still had to be inside, and, and I was on Clubhouse for a bit. If I remember yeah, correctly, I, remember I think that's where, where our relationship formed. formed. Um, okay. And then he and then reached, reached out, out um, asking for asking some for guitar work, work, and I am, and I am generally, generally very open to that. So I did. I'm going to have to remember that. I know. I yeah. Please. Yes. I did, I did whatever, whatever it was he was, was asking was for, asking and, for then, and then uh, the, the, the situation then transformed into like sample and sample yep. creation. So it was, and then it became way more collaborative. And it was, it was, you know, he, he hit me up. He was like, "Hey, I have, I have this, you know, company I'm starting, or and I have, and I have, and I'll like do these drum loops and these and these drum and bass loops, and then you can add guitar over to it, or vice versa, if you have guitar loops, and I can add stuff like that. And then, and then, and then, and then." But, but all of that, all of that at least from my least memory, from my was happening was before, happening before I, I, even I even knew like what knew, like, that would amount to because so many times someone reaches out to you, you do work for them, and then and then it falls into nothing. So all of a sudden it transforms into like an actual sample pack that he was that he was selling with our names on it, and then you know. We both, we both enjoyed, enjoyed working with working each other. We each both other. enjoyed what was being made, and, and it just turned into let's do more, let's do more, uh, right. which is exactly uh, which is what we're exactly doing. We're, you know, we're in the process of making another one right now. Right now. Um, um, so, so, 
Yeah, I mean that's yeah, I mean that's, that's, that's our relationship. It's super, super recent. recent. I think I think it I think it happened like twenty twenty one. Okay, it's like a year. Like wow, it, it's been a very, it's been a very short, short, but also, but also uh, very very positive positive relationship. relationship for sure, for sure. Good. Yeah, yeah. From what I know of Payday, and, and we've known each other for a while. I mean, he's he is that type of person. He, if he's going to reach out to you, there's a commitment behind it that he's going to ensure that whatever you guys are working on is it comes to fruition and so yeah yeah and and he's a super humble cool cool dude anyway super nice guy yeah absolutely absolutely. i mean super nice guy you know not 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 everyone everyone is is both of those things things. Mm. Um, you know so so it's 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 always very nice when when these relationships relationships are in nowhere that's right you know that's right so so the name of the company is multicolor samples yeah yeah no no that's that's guy look i was if you didn't uh, yeah. And so, yeah, I had a chance to check out. Of course, I had a chance to check out some of them because I know Payday. Yeah. And so, you know, you guys do some. For those of you who are looking for some great sample packs. Now, I guess the question is, are they royalty free or master clearance guaranteed? I, I, think, I, they're I think they're royalty free. Okay. <laughs> like you got to think, you know, because there there is that when you look at sample packs yeah, today, yeah. there is either or. And then in the in the contractual language, there's royalty free if it's this, but it's master clearance guaranteed if it's this. Right, so if right. you are only selling it for beats, your own projects, website stuff, selling on BeatStars, Airbit and stuff like that, it's royalty free. But if you're, if I'm selling it, if I'm giving it to Drake, it's <laughs> like we're right, gonna, it's right. It's, it's, right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It seems like something I should know about my own sample patterns. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm you. sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, but you know, that, that's that's the thing. You know, I'm just really understanding, you know, both of those type of contractual uh, commitments yeah, yeah. to to the sample packs, because you guys make some great some great sample packs. I mean, when I had Payday on the show, he sent me one, and I was like, oh, what is this? What is this? <laughs> Thank you very much. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially you know, anything with guitars, and they sound amazing. And then you can do so many different things with guitars and put so many different yeah, types yeah. of filters and stomp boxes and all these, like, and this is, it's just crazy. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check out multicolor samples. Yes. Uh, and and they, I mean, he can plug, he can do all the plugging, but yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they do some, they do some great work. So, so I want to talk about the sound design process. I mean, so what's that like for people who want to get into to sound design? And creating these types of sample packs for other people to not saying I want people to be your competition. That's that's not what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Right. But but I mean, just from a general perspective, like what does it take to really create uh, and design sample packs for other people to use? Um, that's a good question. Um, that's a good question. Because I don't know. I mean, I may. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm making wait, a beat, I'm wait. making like a whole beat. Yeah, no, yeah, for, no sure. for sure. I mean, I, I, mean, think, I think um one one big thing, big thing is, is movement. Um a lot of times just like four to eight bar loops don't cut it. Uh there needs to be movement within the sample and it needs to be longer than that. Like even something like you know, sixteen to to thirty-two bars, but it it needs to move and it needs to have um like a, a, a clear theme. Um, and that was like, just going back to, to payday. I mean, that's, that's something that, that he definitely helped me realize too. Cause a lot of times I would just be sending out these like eight bar loops. Um, and you know, whether or not people like them was, was to be determined, but in regards to like a really solid actual sample pack, I mean, movement is big. Um, um, I think, I think like most like most things, things authenticity, authenticity and, 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 mm. and originality, originality you know like you know like like you, like you you need to be you making your own, make your own your own thing your own and it needs thing, to be something, something that you are that confident, you are confident that, that people can only, people can get, only from get from you, get from you. Um, right um, you know i, you I know, think i think and look there and there, look, are, there are there are a billion other guitars like i'm not the ever but like but like but but you know, it's about you know, what it's you, about play you play and, play and, and how you play and your style. 
I don't know, like, like everything. Like yeah. You know, if you yeah. I mean, true to yourself, to yourself and, your, and, your, and your style, style that it'll, 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 it'll stand out. Mm hmm. I mean, because there are a lot of there's a lot of sample packs that I've listened to that. Bland, there's yeah. not a lot of creativity, simple patterns, right? Yeah, they all yeah. contain hi-hats and 808s, right? So, yeah. you know, and so, so then I hear some sample packs that I'm just blown away by like, oh my gosh, like listen to this, listen to the, 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 the sonics in here, the, 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 how the sounds come together. And, you know, I got a video that I'm getting ready to do. I'm just trying to figure out how I want to do it. It's called five things I hate about sample packs. But, <laughs> but that's one of them. It's just the fact that there's a lot of them are just unoriginal sounding sample packs. Yeah. And what I love about what you guys do is that you're right. I mean, those are sounds that you can only get. I mean, of course. Right. But those are sounds you can only get from from you guys. There's a lot of creativity. Yeah. There's a lot of things that go into the, the, the design of it and the creation of it that makes them sound like the ones you really truly want to put in, into your into your music. I mean, anybody can make, you know, bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah. You know, anybody can make one of those. But, yeah. you know, when you're really thinking about it, you're thinking about the instrumentation and you're thinking about the composition of it, I think that really makes up a great, and not only just that, but like one of the things I hate about sample packs is they don't list any information. Like, I don't know what key oh, this yeah, is in. Yeah. I don't know what the BPM is. How am I supposed to know? I'm supposed to use Serato all the yeah, time to yeah, figure yeah. out what your the BPM and the key is. Like, why do I have to do that? Just tell me. Tell me what that I, is. I, I am I actually, actually guilty, guilty of, of that, that myself sometimes. <laughs> um, like, well, like, well, like so, so the the well, just the, the just the individual, individual packs, packs I send out to people, people not, not like. Not like under the under price of being a, a, a sample pack, sample pack. Mm -hmm. but um. But, um yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes I don't always include the key. BPM, BPM, BPM for BPM, sure. BPM's a minimum. At least give me the BPM. I can probably just go figure out. Okay, okay, that's the key that is in. But having the key is nice too, because then I can go. Oh, it's an A minor. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, like. A lot of what I do is by ear. It's not like it's it's it's. Yeah, a lot of yeah, what I do is by ear, so I'm playing it all out by ear. There will there be will some loops that, that I just straight up, straight up, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, the key. because I was really just messing around with it in a way, and it sounded good, it felt good. And like, all of a sudden I used like a quarter voicing that like I've never used before or that I don't use often and all of a sudden like that kind of throws everything off and I just don't really you know to be right very honest no I'm talking about people who in none of them there's a BPM or I get if it's like if it's one or two you know if yeah but most most sample packs don't even and then it's anyway I'm gonna do that video so that people can see why the five things I hate about hate about sample packs. So yeah. But man. So so let me ask, so let's go back to the to, to the beginning. Where are you located? Oh yeah. Um, um I, I was, was I born and raised in New York. So okay. I was born in the city but then moved out out I didn't my family moved out to the suburbs. suburbs. Okay. Um, specifically, um, specifically the town, the town called Harrison, Harrison in Westchester, mm. New York. New York. Um, um, and, and that's where that's I'm currently where I'm at at this moment. moment. I was I was I was living in in, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn and Queens for a bit. So I was out there. Okay. And, and now I'm now I'm back home. I'm not being I'm being back out back out the city the city in like a month in like a month. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah. so the yeah the reason why I ask is because I usually like to find out how where people live or maybe where they grew up kind of influenced their their musical taste and and the culture that they find themselves in. So. I mean, I'll even ask you that. So the culture that you were raised in, the upbringing that you had, how does that really influence the music that you make today, if if any? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so it's interesting. I think, um, okay, I guess I'll start here. Um, one thing that I, I actually think about this a lot, but my, my grandparents were super into classical music. Um, and I don't make classical music, but... 
uh, I do think it's kind of like dripped into my music uh, in a way. Like a lot of times I make stuff and my favorite stuff will be like purely instrumental um, and just kind of pleasing to the ear and, and pleasing to me. And, and I think it's like, I think it's because of that. Like I, I like a lot of just instrumental stuff and, um, and I think it kind of starts from there. And, and again, like I don't make classical music. I, I don't, I don't claim to, but I, I do think it kind of starts there. Um, and then my, my dad is what is who got me into all like the classic rock and, and honestly like a lot of bands I I still listen to today like uh, I I have a very vivid memory of like being like five and my dad mm. was playing like System of a Down uh, System of a Down and and I I love them like they they continue one of my favorite bands right and like you know Rage Against the Machine like I discovered from my dad and and like Guns N' Roses and the Chili Peppers. And, uh, so that's like, that's Chili where Peppers. it, it started. Um, and I, so I wouldn't say like the culture of Harrison, New York, uh, like influenced my, my music taste or my music career. Um, it was definitely more my family. Um, but I, you know, I also learned a lot of stuff from, from my brother, just like a lot of, a lot of very cool, what I thought was cool music from my brother. Um, a lot, like I, I learned about like Wu-Tang from my brother. Um, and you know, Wu-Tang. Yeah, exactly. And, my favorite group, and, hands like, down. Uh, yeah, oh my God. Um, and like Illmatic, I learned from my brother and, mm -hmm. and jam bands, which I like a lot too. And, and just a lot of like cool things that I, mm. I still like. I learned from them. So it, it mostly comes from, from my family. Um, okay. Yeah. Again, I wouldn't say like the culture of Westchester, New York, really. Okay. <laughs> a great deal of impact right. on my musical taste. Right. I mean, the um, reason why I, I like to ask that is because, you know, sometimes we find ourselves in, in, in a certain environment and that environment kind of shape, you know, the whole, and if I was thinking about, you know, from this perspective, there's that whole nature versus nurture type of debate, you know, you know, some people are born with innate, you know, innate type of skill sets for music and talents and et cetera. But a lot of it is shaped by your environment. And what I mean by that, you know, oh, yeah. as you were explaining, like your family, like yeah. your family was a huge influence on on you as a youth growing up. And I'm sure some of those bands that you've listened to and still listen to today influenced how you play guitar uh, and all those different things. Right. Like oh, you said, yeah. that solo from Slash is a yeah. world that is a world famous solo yeah like the, yeah that, that was a very the, a fork in the road like life-altering moment for me for sure right yes yeah. yes and you know and I, and the thing is i grew up listening to those bands too most people think i grew up listening to you know hip-hop and i did listen to r&b right. huge r&b fan but trust me there was a lot of guns and roses and yeah. a lot of Van Halen and a lot of Megadeth <laughs> and a lot yeah. of Iron, you know, those groups in there. Like there oh, was yeah. this, all those, because I like how they sounded. Now I listen to, I have a, like on my, a playlist on my phone with all of those classics on it. And every yeah. time they come on, like Nirvana, right? Yeah, yeah. Smells like Teen Spirit. I'm, oh, yeah. As soon as it comes on, it's like you get into that, into that mode. But I mean, when yeah. I was in high school, a lot of my friends listened to the, I mean, and I went to high school in Germany. So, oh wow, okay. That's so cool. most of my friends were listening to, yeah, they listen to rap, but they really were listening to rock music. So that's how I really got in into it. Right. What? Yeah, Where yeah. in Germany? Uh, Giesen. Okay. Yep, Giesen, Germany. I live in. A, I used to live in a small town called Kirchgoins. Yeah. Wow. You know, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Did yeah, you, I know, right? Like, did, yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. That's that's very cool. Yeah, Germany. I would love to go back though, because they had the best Wiener Schnitzel and. Pom Fritz. Sure. <laughs> oh gosh, it was crazy. I've always wanted to visit. That's very cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Germany. Germany is great. I have a cousin who lives over there. He says <clears throat> he was. I don't know. <laughs> Let me say he was. He's probably watching. I don't know if he still is or not. But he was a huge, uh, huge rap star over in in Germany. 
Like, uh, okay. Psh, huge yeah. rap star in Germany, but yeah. But, uh, you know, you, you just be surprised the environment that you grow in and the influences that you have. Because the way I got into music, and I know it's not about me, right? Yeah. But I know for me, the way that I got into music is I had a musical family. I had people in my family that were singers. Some of them I've never met, like Whitney Houston and Dennis Edwards. I never met, had a chance to meet them. But I know we're all, I know we're all related some way by some family member. But growing up, my mom would play music. Uh, My dad was in a singing group, you know, one of the doo-wop on the corner singing groups. Okay, okay, Uh, yeah. Right? And so kind of this kind of the same thing but yeah. what was what was my turning point for me was i had a cousin uh <laughs> had a cousin, dj juicy j right <laughs> had a cousin and what he would do is he back in the day we had this thing called pre-taping pre-taping no longer exists of course because we got modern technology but you yeah. probably have heard people do this you may have done it yourself where you have two a big boom box the boom box has two cassettes and what we would do is one had a blank tape, one had the tape that you wanted to record. And he would record onto the one tape, rewind it back a little bit, and play the same part again so that you can hear the tape going, yeah, but you know what I, I, I'm doing? And he would uh, record okay, cool. that on a tape. And right, I was watching right. like, oh, what is this you're doing? Yeah. How did you learn this? This is so crazy. And from that moment on, I've always wanted to figure out how to make music because essentially yeah. he was kind of making or at least remixing that type of, and, 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 and that's what he, he still DJs and turntables and all that stuff today. But yeah. you know, I think we each have a pivotal moment in our life that kind of makes that connectedness to music solidified. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think, every, I think everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone does. And it, it is interesting yes. though, like how, how that like stays with you. Um, because you know, like I, yeah, I mean, I still play guitar, and, and I, you know, the, the 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 feeling of like, of like hearing that solo, and just like the the feeling mm-hmm. of like, I want to do that is is still like very much present. I mean, you know, like I, um, like the image of of just like being on stage and playing a kick ass guitar solo is is just right. still super, as vibrant as it as it ever was. So I mean, you know, it's interesting how like that those first moments, those first crucial moments, they stay with you. That's right. You're going to wear a top hat, like a big top hat? I don't think I could pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could. Slash could pull that thing on. I think it was like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he was... Oh, gosh, he was so cool. Or oh, he is. But, yeah, man, absolutely. yeah, that's... Yeah. Oh, gosh, yes. Yes. Now you got me thinking about it, like... In every Guns N' Roses song I've heard, he's... I mean, I've had like a solo solo, but he has some moments in, in, in some songs like, whew. yeah. As soon as like, as soon as you hear it, you're like, oh, look at that! I got chills. And when, yeah. that, when a song yeah. comes, you're like, oh yes, you know. And that's the thing about about music is that it connects everybody. I had a, a, the guest that I had on, on here last time, um, Nasmore. We talked about that the connectedness that everybody has to music, and that in some way, somehow. Everybody has a moment with a song yeah. in some capacity. Oh, yeah. There's something in that song that you heard, a message that was communicated. It could be the instrumentation of the music, but something yeah. in that song resonated with you and connected with you and got you through whatever you're dealing with or brought hope to your life or joy to your, whatever it may be. But there's some yeah. type of connectedness to it. Yes. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Okay, yeah. so, so, so let me ask this. So... Of course, we, in this music industry, we all have challenges that we that we face, and we have to deal with those challenges as as they come up. So, for you personally, what have been some of your biggest challenges, and what did you learn from them? Um, yeah, I, I think I could I could give a few. Um, I think one challenge goes back to what we were first talking about about like this realization that being at at B battles wasn't where I needed to be. Um, I think, you know, I spent a lot of time and energy trying to make battle beats and battle beats are loud and they're, and they're like aggressive and they're exciting and they're hard. And, and a lot of, a lot of what I make isn't that, you know, it's, it's a lot, uh, 
it's a lot softer and, and calmer and chiller and um it's, it's just not that and, and it took me a while to like accept that mentally and and, and find that that was okay and that, that was actually like a good thing and that you know and what i do there's that's that's what makes me me um so just like mentally that was that was a big challenge and i guess honestly like i still struggle with that you know mm. when i decided to when i really decided to like pursue being a part of songs and getting better at guitar like there were a lot and continue to be a lot of like very specific requests for guitar loops and things and a mm. lot of which just like aren't what i do um but what do you and, mean? I, and i like it's just styles i i'm not good at i don't i don't oh, play okay. like you know and i and i can't like replicate them like, mm, honestly mm-hmm. and 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 successfully them. and like i try like you know but but it never it just never feels right and, and every time i do try they never get placed so mm, um mm-hmm. I think like one of the biggest challenges was, has been to just really like be accepting of that and, and view that in a positive way more than a negative way. And, and you know, mm. this idea of like, I, you know, I do what I do and I'm good at that. Right. Uh, and if, you know, this idea of like, if, if, if it doesn't happen, it wasn't meant for me and, and that's okay too. Um, so yeah, I think that has been the most consistent one. Um, I think the other big one was learning how to like scale back on my guitar in my in my in my beats <laughs> and like because uh, a lot of times people would be like, "This is good, but I can't sing over this. Like, I can't mm. I can't rap over this because my guitar was just in the way." Um, mm. And it took like a lot of practice and and like discipline to to pull that back right Um, so i mean but that's that's also just like learning how to make good songs and Mm -hmm. beats you know so but you know specifically for my case that was that was a big challenge Mm. yeah and i i think a couple things you said you know one you can only be yourself yeah. Right. And so so identifying where you are really strong at and capitalizing on that, that's a great thing because, you know, we can be good at a bunch of stuff. But what are we yeah. really great at and how can we maximize what we're great at doing? Because what yeah. we're great at doing is what is going to really catapult us into wherever that that may be that we want to be in, you know, where a lot of people sometimes focus on, oh, I, I have this weakness. Let me let me fix this weakness. But they don't really focus on that strength that they have. And that strength can end up becoming a weakness if they don't yeah. nurture it and, and cultivate cultivate it appropriately. And so, I mean, just like you Absolutely. just like you said, it's really finding, you know, I don't want to say your lane because everybody uses that. Find your lane. Oh, you know, yeah. find your lane. Like, you know, let me just figure out what I'm really good at doing and let me go do that. Right. Even yeah. though I can do so, like I'm good at making music. Hey, I, I know I'm good at making music. I am great at leadership and bringing people together and organizational right. development and doing a whole bunch of other things. So let me go do that, and yeah. I can do that. Great. People say I'm good at interviewing. I guess I don't know, but <laughs> so I'm just. This is what I'm gonna do, and I'm yeah. gonna. Go, I'm gonna get. I'm good at what I do. I'm great at what I do when it comes to this. And, you know, those different areas. Sure, I can focus on making music. But am I really, really good, great at making music? Mm, I'm not trying to downplay yeah. myself, but I know no, what I'm really, sure. really great at, though. Yeah, absolutely. I know where that strong suit, where that strong suit lives. So I, I think that's important, as you said, that people need to find out where they're really good at and run with that because you can only be you. Not trying to fit into a different mold, not yeah. trying to be something for somebody else, but... A hundred percent being, being just you. Is yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot important. of like, there's a lot of uh, uh, like mental strength and like, you know, accepting that too. That like this over here is not for me, and that's, that's right. Not everything is going to be for me. Um, and you know, because uh, I think 
I think when you when you want to be a part of something, like I think it's it's very natural to want to be a part of it all. I want to be a part of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, FOMO, like every, right? Right, like yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, not not everything is is for you, and I th- it, it takes like a lot of mental strength to 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 be okay with that. It took me a lot of mental strength to be okay with that, but you know, I made it. Yeah, I mean, and that's what you need in this music industry. You got to have yeah. that mental dexterity to really, really make it within this industry because it will eat you up. Oh my gosh! Yeah. If you're not careful, yeah, it'll have. And they'll take advantage of you for sure. Of course, of yeah. course. This, you know, Issa Rae said it best in her her uh, comment that she made. It is the one of the most egregious. I don't know if she really oh, said egregious, yeah, but I'm going to say it egregious. There's a lot of snakes. People want to rob you. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. there are yeah. but luckily there are people like payday 40 mil anatomy myself uh, yeah. um, yourself I mean there's people out here who want to do good by by others but yeah, yeah. shout out that's... anatomy he's a homie shout out anatomy oh look yeah. okay look so I don't know if I ever talked about this on this interview maybe I did so I interviewed anatomy uh, on the show like even before yeah. we started doing this whole thing virtually he came over to the house i had the setup he came over i think you saw it. i don't know if you saw that you probably saw it yeah, uh, yeah so during that interview we're talking about all types of stuff you know dealing with music i'm mentioning things and they're like yeah i have a best friend you know that does music too and blah 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 he's like oh yeah that's cool and we're talking about uh i can't remember everything we talked about but i think in there we were talking about uh, having a website and doing some things we were talking about so after the interview we go downstairs to my, you know, music studio yeah. and I pull up my website. So back in the, I said back in the day, like it was years ago, <laughs> a couple years ago, yeah. I used to go by another name, not B Vaughn, which is my real name, but okay. I used to go by strict nine music, which my, what's my producer name. Okay. And so I pull up the website and anatomy looks at it. And he goes, he looks at me. He's like, you're strict nine. I was like, yeah he was like you know nab i was like of course i do that's my best friend he was like wait a minute so this whole time i'm interviewing him we have he and i have a connection that we didn't know about until after the interview was over like he knows the same people he know in st louis and in kansas city same people that i knew and we had that that connection already and it's like so sort of like this you know payday Katie knows me. I'm sure you, you right. know other people that I know. And it's just like, and that's it's what I tell people. World. Yes, that's what I tell people. The music world. industry is, is huge, but it's so small. It's, yeah, yeah. It's so small. And I always tell people, be careful how you treat people in this music industry. Because yeah. he knows people that I know, and I know people that he know, but I know people that he doesn't know. Or that he yeah. may think I don't know. So... Right. I'm not saying he was say. I'm not saying Sam you were saying anything crazy about. I'm just saying you never no, know who knows who, right? Yeah, so always absolutely. be respectful because you never know who you. Wow, I've had to learn, not learn that yeah. for myself, but I've just seen that, you know. Yeah, I mean, you like you're you're there. There's always like, like one degree of separation between one degree. you and, and whoever. Like it's it's pretty crazy, and uh, you know even if you don't, it, it's crazy. You don't always know that there's one degree of separation right. from whoever, but somehow you end up finding out and you're like, wow, I'm a lot closer to that person. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, I'm really that close? I didn't yeah, realize it's, that. It's weird. Like, it's, it's pretty it's crazy. So weird. I, it's so weird. Now, the only thing I, <laughs> I will say this. The only thing that I do wish is that I could take advantage of those. <laughs> That's right. The, right. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't mean take advantage of, you know, in a selfish way or in a negative way. I mean, but utilize that resource to, to make things better for my, I'll say myself, for that person, for other people who come on yeah. the show. Like there are other things that I want to do with the people that I know. I'm like, oh, you know that? I didn't know that. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> You'd yeah. be surprised. You're only one degree of separation from like the. I know. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, wow, it's so crazy. It's a small world for sure. <laughs> it is a small, small. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah. small world. So so Sam, so for you, 
And I'm sure, so let me, let me ask, I'm gonna ask a two part question. So for you, what has been the greatest, the greatest piece of advice you've ever received? Um, yeah, so the, okay, so I, I, I have two answers. The first one was a piece of advice by uh, Sean J period at a beat battle I went to where, where he was the one that really told me, he was like, he was like, you, don't have to be here like you like like you have to decide what you want and, and and if you want to if you want to be in the beat battle scene if you want to be good at that then then here are things you can practice but but you know he recognized uh before i did and, and he was like but you could be you could be part of songs like and really good songs so so if that's what you want then then don't then don't waste your time here uh so you know shout out Sean J. Period, uh, also a super nice guy, but he he gave me that that piece of advice. Um, and then the my second answer, uh, which is also I think it's like it was the best advice for me, but I think on paper it's like really bad advice. But um, when I first started playing guitar, a friend of mine who also what was at the, was better at me than at guitar, um, mm. and he was just playing and making music for longer. I, I had no idea what to do. Like I was literally uh, less than a month in. I, I didn't know how to practice. I didn't know what to do. And I asked him, I was like, what do I, what do I do when I pick this up? And, and he, he said, just play, uh, which is, I think it's such a vague answer. Like that's such bad advice. That yeah, was not what just I was play. looking for. That was not what I was looking for. <laughs> but at the same time, I got it. Like mm. I just, I just understood. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, and then I did that and that has been and here I am 10 years later so you know I'm not sure like what I would have done if he didn't say that I, I, mm. I'm not sure how long I would have just flopped around like doing nothing in the guitar but you know and, and I right. like I, I still like that's still such a big part of my like approach to just picking up the guitar I mean, like I have, mm. I've, I've developed a practice routine that I, that I do, but, um, a lot of it is just like, just pick up and play and you don't got to play anything. You don't got to play, uh, you don't right. got to play a lot. You don't got to make something like just, just play. And that's just, just for the me. enjoyment. Yeah. And just, and just to like play, I, I don't know, like I, the, the amount of things that have come from from me just picking up and playing the amount of ideas that have come from me just mm. picking up and playing. And, um, yeah. I mean, that has literally taken me as far as I am. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think for, for me that was, okay. uh, that was a good piece of advice. Good. Yeah. So what would you, so what would you tell anybody trying to get into this music industry? What advice would you have for them? Um, well, definitely, what we just talked about, like be, be good to people. Cause you never know who someone knows. Uh, that's definitely important. Um, I think, I think honesty and, and being genuine is very important. I think people can tell like when your music is your own. Um, and I think people can tell when it's not. So that's, that's a really big thing. And that takes time. So I guess the next thing would be patience just to find that and, and also patience because, you know, some, some moments are, are harder than others. And, but, you know, if you remain patient, um, you'll get out of it and you'll get, and you'll get into a good space. Um, and then I, I think, I think right now in my life, the biggest one is, is balance. Um, I think like I'm, I'm big on, on taking care of yourself mentally and emotionally. Um, mm. And I think that's such a big one don't like you don't you don't gotta work yourself to a nub i mean you gotta work hard but you don't gotta work yourself to to a nub like you know what i mean like get a good night's sleep uh if you can like go hang out with your family like Mm -hmm. just balance you know uh i think that's that's Mm -hmm. super important and i and and that's not something everyone tells you when you're coming in when you're coming in people are like work harder than everyone else don't sleep, don't have any friends. And I think that's awful. Look, I'm, I am going to 
I'm, I usually don't do this, but I'm going to pull this up. And I'm trying to see if I can remember where this is. Because, oh. <clears throat> so, same thing you're just saying. I saw this post the other day that I probably 100%, maybe 99.9% .9 disagreed with. But yeah. I didn't chime in, right? Because I'm like, of course. yeah, I'm not, wasting my, I'm not wasting my time. Absolutely. On, on, on this one. Um, <laughs> but but here's, the, here's the post. I'm, a re I'm, a, I'm just going to read some of it. I want your, your thoughts. It okay. says, as an artist, you got to be willing to sacrifice your personal life in order to commit to your artistry. Do you think that's true? Do you think that you think? I think, I think it's not as, as, as hard of a line as those posts draw. Right. I think those, every time that post, every time those posts are made, it gives off this impression that, yeah, you, you have to say goodbye to your friends and family if you want to be an artist but i i mean there is truth to that like and anything like this and anything you want to be mm -hmm. good at like you have to put in work and if that means like, you got to put in work yeah and, and if that means like you know especially when you get serious if that means like not spending money on, on like going out or like or, mm -hmm. or like video games you know for me like then, then so be it Trust like, me. And, if, and if it means if it means like taking time where you would usually be just uh going out i guess or, mm -hmm. or, or relaxing and, and working like you know it, it does mean that but not to the extent that those posts imply. posts it's like oh you got to give up your personal life all completely and it's like yeah, you don't well to. not necessarily because you still yeah. have to have that you have a, a, a wife and yeah. all you do is stay stay in the studio all day there's there's gonna come a time when you don't have a wife no more. Yeah, it's, okay. it's just. Or like, look, I, I I don't have a kid, but like, what if you have a kid too? Like, yeah, you, what if you have a kid? You have to feed your family. What are you? Like, I'm not feeding you because I need to be an artist. Go feed yourself. Yeah. It's like, well, wait a minute, it's a newborn. No, I can't feed. I, I think I think those posts are crazy. I mean, right. So, yeah. so look, I said Kanye's personal life is in turmoil because he's fully committed to being an artist at all times. Oh, That's man. the difference. I don't think that's true because Kanye be because Kanye be because Kanye is out there doing celebra celebratory things. Yeah. Right. It says songwriters can it says songwriters can have personal lives outside and still enjoy their days. That's why they're able to write those songs. That's why they have stage names because they're they're fully committed to the character and to the art. Um, so I don't even know Doja Cat's real name and I don't care uh, what her real name is. But I don't think that's. Like you said, I don't, and there's a whole, there's a whole lot more that's going yeah. on in this post, but I don't think all of that is true. Some of the most successful people that I've seen have a great work-life balance. They yeah. know how to, to do the job that needs to be done, but they know how to also incorporate everything else within that, right? And they make yeah. those out. I remember I had a friend of mine told me one day that he was on his honeymoon or vacation. He was on vacation, not honeymoon. They were on vacation. Him, his wife, and his family were on vacation. He got a call. Hey, can you come to the studio? Because we have, I don't know who it was at the time. It was a, we have Justin Timberlake in, in the studio. Okay. Yeah. And, we're, and we're recording Justified. Can you come and be in the studio in four hours? He's like, yeah, sure. I'm there. Let's go. And it's like, wait a minute. I get I it think, though, right? I get I it. I think that's like, that's such a, okay, I'll, I'll add that to like my list of challenges because I think, I think that's such a big fear, like for, for producers and songwriters uh, where like, where like, because people will hit you up uh, out of nowhere. And I mean, and the reality is like, I mean, you're either available or you're not, right? I mean, that's, right. that's those are the only two options. There's no in between. Um, That's right. So the the fear is that like I can't do anything because I need to be ready for that, and, mm -hmm. and that's like that's an extremely toxic and unhealthy perspective. But yes, it is. But it's also not entirely unjustified. Like it's I I, I understand it. I you know it's real. Um, mm -hmm. But it it also took me like a lot of time and also conflict between people in my life to learn that like 
if I make plans with you, that those are my plans. Like outside of music, if I make plans with my right. with my friends, I have plans that day, that time. Sorry, I can't make it. Like, and I've gotten a lot better at saying no. Mm. Um, because yeah, I, I mean you know, and and again, like you know, it's it's a balance, and and again, right. you know, work needs to be done, and and like the unfortunate truth is that like yeah, if 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 um, if if Nas comes calling, like I hope that I am, <laughs> I will make you know what I mean. Like I'll be available. Look, like it's it, that's very real, but at the same time, you know, uh, right? It's 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 a tough and unfortunately it's tough. toxic balance that exists. It's tough. It's it's that FOMO, right? That fear of missing out. That fear yeah. that if I'm not available, then I can't be on that on that particular record whenever this person calls. Now, which is like, devastating too. Like, devastating. I, I, I oh, I missed been, out on the biggest record. I I have missed out on a few sync placements mm. uh, because of that. Like, and and it's it's devastating and it, it hurts a lot. Um, it can, but, yes, it can. You know, I don't know. Yes, you, it can. I, I think I think too if you. If you keep pushing, mm-hmm. you know, like if, if, if you don't stop because of that, like tomorrow I'm right back to work and they'll come back, you know. Right. And, and, and it's like you said, it's that balance, right? Yeah. So if Nas called and I'm, I'm on vacation and I'm like, okay, here's the situation. I'm explaining <laughs> my, to my wife the situation. Yeah. Now, based upon what we talk about, that's the direction we're going to go in. I'm not going to just pick up and leave. I'm not, I don't know if that's what happened in that situation with this particular friend of mine. Yeah. But I know that, hey, I just got a call from DJ Khaled, which I love DJ Khaled. I know most people don't. I love DJ yeah. Khaled. If he calls me and is like, hey, I need you on this next album, then if I'm not doing anything, cool. But if I'm like with my kids or I'm on date night with my wife, and there have been times when someone has come up and I'll go, hey, this is the situation. She's like, okay, I cool. Go. Let's go do that. Right. Let's go do that. It doesn't okay, cool. always work out like that, though. But it doesn't always work that way, yeah. right? But it is having that balance with your family, yeah. with your friends, uh, with whoever you make, because we've made commitments to people. And one of yeah. the things that, whether in the music industry or outside of whatever industry you're, you find yourself in, you want to make sure that your word is your word. Yeah. And so right. if I'm doing something at that time and I gave my word, ooh. It's- yeah, it's it's you know, tough because I think what what that like with those posts and that whole like mentality implies that like the other relationships in your life just don't mean as much, right? And like we're talking about like we're talking about like your family potentially, like your mom, like yeah. and, and, you know everyone has like a different relationship <laughs> with their parents, like that's, right. that's one thing, but like you know like but your mom what are you, what are you no. supposed to say like that that those relationships like don't don't matter as much i mean that's right clearly that's not that's not the case but um, you know that's the <clears throat> excuse me that's the danger of those posts yeah yeah because i am as, as an aspiring artist producer who wants to make it into the industry this person has influence right he has a blue check right yeah so he has imps and he so yeah. he's, he has influence you know, thousands of followers has influence and he's communicating this information. And I, as an aspiring artist want to make it in this industry. So guess what I'm going to do? Because this guy obviously has made it and he put me this post that said, Oh, I got to sacrifice my personal life. Okay. Then that's what I'm going to do. You're going to, you know, so for sure it's right. And I I don't think, I I don't think, I don't think posts like that is the context around those posts, the intent around those posts need to be clarified in the beginning hey here's why i'm putting this up or something but to just blindly put it up and then you got tons oh facts bro fact fire yeah that's true it's like mm, not necessarily is it all true so yeah and so anybody watching i would tell you that just be careful what you read on social media because it's not always what it seems yeah right there's there's more that it's more that goes into it to take it a step further too like and and you know, this is something that I've dealt with and I'm sure that other people have dealt with too, but like when you deal with, with like, when you deal with like things like anxiety and depression, I mean, like you have to have, Mm -hmm. you have to have that balance and not have that perspective because it's gonna, 
it's it's only going to hurt you further. You right. know, and like it's you know, and look, we all, we all like go through those things. So I mean, and and again, it's it's almost like that question of like if you're in that moment where you are just struggling, like personally, like what? Like are you like? Does that yeah, hold that's... weight in your leg? It, like it mm-hmm. needs to. Like it needs to hold weight. Like your your that's own right. mental health and well being. Like like no, that's right. take the time, get better, do, uh, do what you need to do, and and. Like the, I don't know. For me, like my my guitar will always be there, like, mm. and and you hope that you, or I guess the goal is to create like good enough relationships to where you can be open about that too. That's right. Hey man, I can't make it tonight, or like, hey man, I haven't been working lately. I've been struggling, and and like you hope that they right. say like, no worries, I'll be. That's here. right. Um. So. Well, I mean, that goes back to, so there's this, so let me go back for a second. So there's a course that I used to teach, right? I still teach. I can't say I used to. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And in that course, we talk about something called the emotional bank account. And the emotional bank account is, I feel like I'm now, I mean, I'm going to get a bunch of my trainer mode. (laughs) The emotional (laughs) bank account is a metaphor for how much trust exists in a relationship. So the amount of trust that you put into it, the amount of things that you do to build up trust, the more trust you have. Like, so I tell people it's like a real bank account. You put money into your real bank account and you don't touch it, guess what? It's gonna grow exponentially. But if you right. start taking money out, what happens? You deplete your funds, even yeah. to the point where you can go into the negative. And so yeah. by building up that trust with your friends, your, your, your parents, your siblings, whoever they may be, they can have that understanding when you come to them and say, hey, you know what, this is the situation. Because they know that you're gonna be, a, you are a person of your word and you're not breaking it unless there's something that you right. need to, to do. Yeah, and it's having, that, that alone builds more trust. Yeah, yes. Me coming to you I'm, say, Sam, hey, hey I got this thing I gotta do. Okay, cool, you were man enough to come or woman enough to come and tell me that yeah. this is the other things. Okay, great. That, that builds up extra trust for me in that relationship. Yeah, and I think it, in, like in the reverse, it's almost, it's almost like worse to, to like if you have nothing left emotionally and an opportunity comes mm-hmm. up, someone asks you for like, if someone asks you for like guitar work uh, and I just don't have it, like it's almost worse to, to then like put on a face and do it and like have it be bad. Right. Like if like and and then that reflects that reflects on me. So like I mm-hmm. you know like I want what I do to be good. Uh, and, right. and and I've gotten good at I've I've grown to understand myself more mm. to the point where I know when I'm capable of that and when I'm not. And That's if right. I'm not capable of that, then you know I don't know. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's almost better to to, to fall back and and not like you got that right. Give, give bad you know bad guitar work to people in, in that's right case. no yeah that's 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 absolutely true absolutely you got to be on top of your game that's why that balance that rest and those things like that attribute to all those different things yeah so absolutely. okay so so let me ask you that we've been talking for a while before we close yeah. out here i want to know what's what's next for sam what's sam working on if you can say uh but what's next what's next for you um yeah exciting stuff um so more uh, more stuff with payday for sure which i am super excited about um so meeting more sample packs if you know if if anyone missed that um yes i am performing with a very exciting uh artist and band on february 19th uh by the name of uh, the artist's name is lava girl um She's super dope and the band is super dope. So that's, that's coming up. Um, and just like work with artists and different producers that are being worked on at the moment, but, um, I don't want to speak on anything because I like to wait till things happen just to then speak on it. Um, but it's all very exciting and very good. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm just very excited for it. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. So Lava Girl. Is he said Lava Girl? Yeah. Okay. As soon as, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you said that, I immediately thought like a superhero. 
Well, yeah, like like that. I mean, I, I don't know. There, there's a movie out there called Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh yeah, Shark Boy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A, Shark Boy and Lava young, Girl. With a young Taylor Lautner. With um, a young Taylor Lautner. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm performing with her. Um, I mean, I have like, I have a few artists that I've been working with. Um, okay. I, yeah, it's it's exciting stuff. It's all good stuff, uh, good. and I'm excited for. And it, it, I mean, it's 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 coming. Yeah. Good, good. I look. I know how it is to speak on things that are in the works, and it's like you know. Yeah. Let me not talk about like those things yet. I like to wait and make sure they come yeah, to fruition. Exactly. That's right. I, trust yeah. me, I get it. I get it. So, Sam, how can people connect with you? Where can they find your music? Where can they find the sample packs that they're interested in? How can they connect with you and what, what you're doing? I am mostly on Instagram. Uh, uh, that's do where I do most of my communicating. So you can hit me up on Instagram at Sam Mandel Music. Um, yeah, hit me up. I'm I'm pretty open. Uh, so you know, if if anyone's interested in in working with me, let me know. Um, if anyone wants sample packs, let me know. And if um, yeah. Man, that's what's look. I am. I yeah. Hello. Oh, I got yeah. Cause, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I got I got some. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I'm. Trust me. It's coming. <laughs> hey, hey Sam. What's your price? I need some guitar. Uh. Oh yeah. Because I got a song right now that I need. I need some. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. So yes. So I'm gonna be working with Sam. I don't know about y'all, but I know that I am because I got some guitar things I need. On some. Uh, I'm. Stuff. A, I'll be here. I, what I what I tell like I'm always playing as we talked about like I, I literally That's play right. every day so you know uh, yeah hit me up good good yeah. well ladies and gentlemen Sam Mandel glad to have him on Sam it was great to have you here thank you stick so around. much yeah. yeah of course stick around for just a moment while I close this up cool alright ladies and gentlemen wow thank you for tuning in to this amazing episode with Sam Mandel make sure you do check out all the great things he has happening make sure you check out his sample packs under multicolor samples and the great work that they're that they're doing and putting out because they're going to have you know the bpm and the keys uh the key that the sample packs are in on on their sample packs right so those are the sample packs you, <laughs> those are the ones you want um but yeah no make sure you check out what he's doing make sure you support make sure you follow on social media and that you connect with him and if any artist or producer out there needs some guitar work make sure you Check out Sam and all the great things that he's doing. But once again, thank you very much for tuning in to another interview segment here on We Create Music TV. You can catch our segments every Monday and every Thursday at 7 p.m. right here on We Create Music. You can also go to our website, wecreatemusic.tv, and catch all the episodes up there as well and some additional things as far as how to schedule your interview if you want to be on the show and some of the other things that we do as well. Uh, and once again, you can check out all of our other videos that we drop every Thursday at 2 p.m. We have a video coming out. Uh, this Thursday, so make sure that you tune in, and I think that's it. Yeah, peace.